I am back. This is Elise here of Momentum Strength and Wellness. Dan is missing again. No, <laughs> not missing. I'm just taping another episode by myself. Um, simply because I've, I guess I have a lot to say, <laughs> but in a good way. Um, you know, I had a conversation the other day with someone and, you know, I've gotten a lot of comments from you guys that Princess has uh, relayed to me about my happiness and joy. And my aunt came over, gosh, a couple weeks ago and we were sitting at the kitchen table and she said to me, God, look at you. You're so happy. You've got a smile on your face from ear to ear. Now, if anyone has listened to previous segments, um, there has been a lot of tragedy and turmoil within my family for the past nine, ten months with my mother's cancer diagnosis and then an onslaught of health issues that have ensued from there. Deaths in my family. I lost my stepbrother and I lost my step-uncle within six weeks of each other, both unexpected. So you can imagine that I felt very very happy in and of itself that my aunt said I seemed so happy you know and I I was trying to think about this you know how have I cultivated joy in my life because I you I really was not happy all the time and I think I projected happiness onto others but simply because I was trying to please them. I'm a, I'm a people, I'm a recovering people pleaser. I like to, to say, you know, I, I always wanted people to like me and feel a sense of enjoyment around me because I never wanted to make anyone feel how badly I felt inside. So I projected a smiley face But I can say now that I do truly feel so much, so much joy that I think people are really beginning to also feel that energy. Where before it was a little bit of a fake energy, fake, fake happiness, fake joy. This is when I say that I'm probably talking at least 10, 15, 20 years ago that I was just projecting happiness because inside I was really unhappy and I didn't know what was going on but I didn't want to tell anybody about it so I just said to myself be happy and just have fun and then people won't know what's going on so it's taken me a very long time I'd say to cultivate this happiness in my life and it I wish I I wish I could give you guys a magic formula or tell you exactly how it happened But I don't know. I I don't know when it did. All I can remember is a few years ago, probably between four and five years ago, as Dan and I have been on this holistic health journey, realizing and researching, working with other people that everything is everything. Everything is interconnected. But to, to have an impact on others my internal state has to reflect what I want to help others with. So meaning that where I was saying, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, inside of me was really kind of down and a little bit of depression. I wasn't happy. I was moping. But 
yet I still looked okay because I had that mask on. It was almost like I had the Elise Happy costume on, even though I wasn't really that happy. So as Dan and I, you know, really started to work on this health and spiritual journey, I realized like, okay, I'm not a victim to the life that I've lived anymore. And just because I've been happy in the past doesn't mean that I need to be unhappy for the rest of my life. And so it really, I think, began clicking that if I don't love myself internally, how am I going to love anything outside of me? And that really took me a while to figure out. Because when I look in the mirror, I see myself. But I almost have to look past that skin. I've got to look inside because there's a whole universe within me. And so that change comes from within. I realized that a few years ago. And that really, I think, shifted my perspective about everything else. Because if I can look at myself with loving eyes, then I can look at everything around me with loving eyes. And it's not easy. Definitely wasn't something that happened overnight. And I still to this day have to remind myself that to be joyful, I have to have that in me. I can't look externally to make to make me happy. And I did that for a lot of my life. It was with the way that I dressed. As long as I looked okay, no one would know what I felt inside. Let me buy these shoes. Let me keep buying these purses. Let me buy this makeup so that I can make my face look all pretty. But I realized that the more stuff, the more material things I accumulated and got, I still wasn't happy. So I had to have the tough conversation. Well, okay, I can't just buy happiness. Can't just buy joy. Because that's an energy. That's a frequency of me. So I guess it's going to have to come from within me, not outside of me. I hope... I hope this is making a bit of sense and that you're following me here. But I really had to take a hard look at what was making me happy. And there weren't a lot of things making me happy decades ago. So I had to figure out why that was. And I just started, I really honestly started journaling. I started journaling a lot. I journaled a lot about my fears about things that I disagreed with about the way I was brought up or the people that was around me influencing me. And I realized that everybody has a story. Everybody comes from somewhere. Everybody comes from a background that I don't know about unless they've told me. And I'm realizing that even though I know that we're all connected, We're individuals. And this goes for what I was saying about the material things. Material things are just individual, but they're not humans. It's not a personality. 
So I'm trying to rack up these material things thinking that it's going to make me happy, but it never did. So I thought to myself, okay, I've got to realize that if I have these thoughts in my mind because of the way that I was brought up, religious beliefs, cultural beliefs, society beliefs, what I've internalized and learned through from school, from teachers, from professors, from my family, from friends, from siblings, from aunts and uncles, from anyone and everybody, what I have learned through the media, especially social media, TV shows, movies, everything and everything is always informing my brain, my thoughts, my patterning. But I had to take a step back and remove myself and realize that I've just agreed and listened to and taken in all of this information, but I don't necessarily need to identify with all of these things because I was almost trying to keep up with what society was telling me was correct or beautiful or the way that I should act or the way that I should be. And I was trying to keep up with everybody else's perception of what makes them happy, but it wasn't really making me happy. So I had to really, really figure out how to disengage or at least observe what was going on with people and outside circumstances. Like I said, uh, friends, families, teachers, acquaintances, social media, movies, and take that as knowing that they're living their own life and they're living their life through the stories and the projections and the programming that they have learned. So when someone says something to me, it's not a reflection of me, if it's, especially if it's something bad. It's a reflection of them. So if someone says something to me that is maybe not the kindest, I would think of that myself and say, oh my gosh, what did I do wrong? Or this person might not like me. And I took that to heart. But like I said, a couple years ago, I realized that that person is probably just unhappy with themselves. And that makes me obviously so sad, but I recognize it because I spoke that way to people unconsciously. I didn't know I was doing it. So I really had to let go of taking things personally. Oh, you guys, and that is not easy. To this day, I still struggle with that. But understanding that each individual human being is going through, they're they're almost living in their own universe, which is true because we're here to learn lessons. We're in this school of life. We're in this earth school, if you want to call it, so that we can evolve and elevate our consciousness and awareness to take the lessons that we need so that we may raise and elevate up. But I didn't know this. I didn't know this 10, 15, 20 years ago. I just figured this out, you know, a couple years ago. But once I did, it was like, okay, now I can begin looking at life, looking at people's lives in a different way. Not taking things so personally and understanding that everybody is living in their own world. And that is, that is really something that I respect because 
if I can speak personally for myself and I think about how I've been raised and how I've grown up the past 35 years, there there is so much influence that I've received from the outside world that I know I can put myself in someone else's shoes now. Now, it's not saying that I'm I'm able to fully understand what their experiences are, but I am able to recognize that their life experience has been different from mine. And I'm actually truly grateful for that because how boring would it be if I lived on planet earth with 8 billion other Elises? We would, I would be just having conversations with myself. But what's so beautiful is that we, like I said, we've all been raised differently, uniquely, different backgrounds, different stories, different upbringings and things that we've learned and how we've become the people that we've become now. And once I realized that I stopped trying to please everybody (laughs) except for myself and I really stopped taking things personally. Because I'm understanding that each and every conversation that I have with other people, every circumstance, every situation, everything that I'm watching and observing on TV, movies, social media, it's all happening for me. It's all happening for me to learn the lessons that I came here to learn and to realize that there's never going to be a time that I'm not learning and to embrace that. And it's almost like, okay, wow, this is actually really cool. And I can dig it, meaning I can jam with it. I can dance with this. I can dance with this through life. Knowing that even though the crappiest, horrible situations that I go through, if I can find the glimmer of hope, the glimmer of joy, the glimmer of happiness within that lesson, and what I can take from it to better myself, to elevate my consciousness, to evolve, then that is powerful. Taking that lesson, integrating it into myself and my personality, that's huge. And I think that that really began when I started just realizing that Life is full of lessons and those lessons don't stop ever. Whether you're five years old, 15 years old, 55 years old, or 85 years old, they're going to come and it's surrendering and knowing that life is beautiful no matter what. It's the labels that we tend to put on things. This is bad. This is scary. This is fearful. That get us into those traps. It's like you're putting this into a box. Now, please, I do want you to know that there are some horrific, tragic things that go on in this world. I am not saying that there isn't. I am not turning a blind eye to the monstrosities and the, gosh, just horrific things that go on in this world. But I have to realize too that the more happiness and the more joy that I can cultivate within myself will just be projected out onto the world through the energy that I have, through my frequency, because we are energetic beings. This is scientifically proven. We're like magnets, like attracts like. 
I hope you've heard that saying before. That's kind of like what the law of attraction says, that if I put a thought out into the world that's happy, I'm going to get a thought back from the world that's happy. If I put a fearful thought out into the world, another fearful thought is going to come back at me. That's what, that's a very simple way of saying like attracts like from the law of attraction. But I just realized after really kind of being honest with myself about what makes me unhappy or what doesn't make me happy and journaling that out, right, actually writing out what I was scared of, what I was worried about, why I wanted people to like me, why I didn't feel like I could love myself, that really helped me cultivate a more joyful experience. And again, I really want to emphasize that this is something that I practice each and every day because for decades I I did not <laughs> have this mentality. But once I once I realized that I could change the way that I thought and the way that I felt internally, I could see how my outer world was changing too. I hope that these things that I'm saying are making sense and that that I'm inspiring you to really look and see how you can cultivate more joy in your life. And like I said, I wish I wish I had a, a magic toolbox, a magic exact way of how I got to where I am. But I, I try to work on it each and every day because not every day is easy. And there are some days that I am crying on the couch or crying in the fetal position on, in bed where I am not happy. But I also know that I cannot dismiss those uncomfortable feelings of, of sadness, of frustration, that I also need to release those. I used to pride myself in not crying a lot. Um, I held in a lot of emotions and I do think that holding those emotions in was like a pressure cooker. I was just pushing them down, pushing them down, pushing them down, and then I would explode. And that's also why I was so out of balance, that I was so unhappy within myself, is because I was stuffing all of these emotions in my body, and then something would happen, and boom, I would blow up. I would get really angry or really sad, and I didn't know why. It's because I wasn't able to process the emotions that I didn't want to feel. The bad ones, the, the scary ones, the fearful ones, the, the, all of those. So when I began realizing that emotions are just energy in motion and I was able to release those uncomfortable, sad feelings and allowing myself to cry, what I was doing is creating space for more joy and happiness and fulfillment to come in. Because once those emotions are out of my body, the energy is released from my body, then I'm able to take in more of the happy thoughts and the fulfilling, joyful, appreciative, grateful. Oh gosh, adapting an attitude of gratitude has definitely helped me too. But releasing all of those stored emotions, that kind of depressive thoughts that I was talking about from, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, releasing those. And I released those from just allowing myself to feel and to cry, to journal them out, write them out. I would scream into a pillow sometimes or I would just scream into the bed. Whatever you need to do to release those, it was a huge weight off of my shoulders and it, I do believe it allowed more joy to come into my life. I 
hope this segment was a little bit of a inspiration to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I always want to inspire others or to help others, but you know, I can only speak from personal experience. There are so many other ways that you can cultivate joy. It's all dependent on how you feel, what makes you truly happy, or what makes you truly scared. Getting honest with yourself, it's not always easy to dig deep and go into the aspects of ourselves that we try to hide and not show the world. But I've realized that the more that I hide and don't show my true self to the world, the only person that I'm hurting is myself. And how can I show up for others if I'm not showing up authentically for myself? And I work on that each and every day. Thank you guys again. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can. Our handle is at Momentum Strength Wellness for all accounts that we have on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Our website is MomentumStrengthWellness.com. And please feel free to follow me. I have done a lot of independent work that I'm trying to put out into the world on my own personal Instagram account. And you can follow me there at Elise, E-L-I-S-E, underscore, Palmary, P-A-L, M-I-E-R-I. Thank you guys again so much for listening. And I'll be back. And I promise next time Dan and I are going to do a segment together.